With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This out of girl. Where? Who? You been where? Where who? Mm, for real. Oh, really? That's how you feel. And the guys be like, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all them questions. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pip, joined by... Jeremy J.N. Phoenix. I'm in the building. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. You are now tuned into the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. And we just want to give a quick shout to all those who wore the gold and blue in the 2021 season, especially in football. We appreciate what you did, your effort that you put forth, the memories that you made. Best wishes to all of you going forward. But now, this is Pop Culture. Hit you with that pop, 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 pop. Man, my nose a little stuffy. I don't know if it's my allergies. You know, in this time of the season, man, you got to be got to be careful. You never know. Yup, yup. But right now, we are talking about something else, Jeremy. What are we talking about today for pop culture? We're talking about jealousy in a relationship. I think everybody's been there. I mean, I guess it could be friendships too. But I'm talking about in a relationship that you're in with somebody else. Um, how much jealousy is too much jealousy? Is there just jealousy necessary for a relationship? Uh, I just want to know if you feel necessary, it. you say? Yeah, is it necessary? It is a destructive emotion. Okay. It has the potential to suffocate a happy partnership and break down the trust that was there. It can, ex- it can cause you to experience a range of feelings from insecurity and suspicion to rejection, fear, anger, or anxiety. Jeremy? I will tell you strongly the answer is no. Jealousy is not necessary for a relationship. Okay. I get what you're saying. I always thought that you... I'm not a jealous person. I'm not a naturally jealous person. So I've never been the jealous type. But I do feel like a little jealousy is a little healthy. I don't know, because it makes the other one feel as if you care. 
Because I, I, for instance, sense uh, some toxicity on the other end, Jack. Got to be honest, sense some toxicity. I'm just saying, I, I, I was in a relationship. I was married, and I just remember her thinking, her saying, "You're never jealous." I mean, I, I figured you'd be jealous a little bit, jealous sometimes. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's not required. Um, but a little bit, a little healthy jealousy, just a little bit. No, um, see, just I shows think, you care. I think the key is what you said: healthy. And healthy does not require jealousy. What you're wanting and needing is respect and boundaries, right? Okay. Yeah, it's true. So, like, you see your significant other in some sort circumstance or situation, what you're hoping and expecting and what you want is respect from that person as opposed to being jealous of what's happening with that person. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, no, no. Way to break it down. That's, that's how I break it down. Like, I just feel like it's about boundaries and respect. And you wouldn't do certain things, even if you're not interested in another person, just out of basic human decent respect. That's true. That's absolutely true. But you but, hear all the, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, but it, I mean, like, so if, if we're talking just jealousy, like, so it gets complicated. Like, all that stuff gets complicated. Um, and I'm glad that this is your idea that you came up with doing this. You've been saying this for a long time that we were going to do this. Uh, and we just never got around to it because we had other stuff come up. But I think that there are a lot of people who deal with these things in their relationships. But I will say, I think jealousy is more common in younger relationships than in older co- relationships. And the reason is, when you've lived life, when you have experienced things, when you have your own self-confidence, when you believe in yourself, it enables you to believe in your partner. It enables you to find what it is that you want and need out of a relationship. And then you don't have to worry about things that you used to worry about. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. And so I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, But I I also think that you're willing to lose a person as opposed to losing your peace. Yeah, it makes sense. I heard somebody say, let people do what they want to do. Let people do what they're going to do. That way you can see what they would rather do. It's a good phrase. Definitely a good phrase. I like it. It made me think, but I liked it. Um, <laughs> and that just goes back to uh, the old thing. I heard Alicia Keys say one time, I was actually in Cozumel late night, and she was on TV, and she said, the only way a person's going to love you, no matter what you do for them, no matter what you give them, um, the only per- way a person's going to love you is if they love you. You know, and it's the truth. It's the truth, 100%. But it's funny. You look at some of these younger relationships, not even younger relationships, but people acting crazy. Like my, one of my homegirls used to, um, actually she was married to the dude. And literally she would get home and he'd be like, oh, it's 15 miles from work to home. And you got 18 <laughs> miles on your car. Like who's out there reading the speedometer? Like we laughing about this, but this is real stuff. These people are crazy. I saw like, this. T- Brandon, I, I I think maybe go go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I said sometimes I think maybe I'm just too lazy to be jealous. <laughs> Do you know how much work it is to be jealous? Who you yeah, talking no, to? I agree. Let me I see agree. your phone. Why are you quiet? No, that's too much work. That's too much energy. I y'all trick. I can't do it. If <laughs> I, I can't saw, trust you, I feel like I can't be with you. One hundred percent. That's where I was going. If I can't trust you, I can't be with you. Especially after the things that I've been through. There's no need. Like there's no need to make it more than what it is. Um, I saw this TikTok where this girl broke out this dude's window in his car. And she was like, you think I don't know what that means? I saw your messages on your phone. He's like, what are you talking about? She was like, I saw his message that come get these cakes. <laughs> he was like, what? 
She was like, I know what that means. Just because I'm from the Dominican Republic don't mean I don't know what come get these cakes means. So he went into the front seat of the car and he had the happy anniversary cakes that he purchased. <laughs> and she was like, oh, but I didn't. And to me, that's the end of the relationship. I don't care. Yep. That it's over. We're done. Done. You're done. You're done. Yeah. Yep. I can't do it. I can't take I can't take the jealousy. I can't, you know. Just one uh, thing, you, like they say on the record, jealousy and envy coming from my enemies. It's another thing when it's coming from home. Yep, I can't do it. It's too much stress. Like I said, maybe I'm just too lazy for it all, but I'm going to trust you and I'm going to enjoy my life. I, I don't have time or the energy, especially not at my age, to be worrying about or running after people who don't want to be here. But that's me. That's you. That's how we feel. Jealousy in a relationship. Everybody, get at us. Get at the Raspy Voice kids. Let us know. Have you experienced it? Something you've been through, something you've heard about, or just your feelings on it, period. Get at us. Rat me, boys! You guys, our partners at Symbol have a brand new offering that we are really excited about. A quick reminder that you probably already know. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your teams win, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 8,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.symbol.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code RASPY12, R-A-S-P-Y-12, for a money back guarantee. Yes, you heard that right. Symbol is offering a money-back guarantee to all of the listeners for our show. That money-back guarantee means even if you lose money in the first 90 days, Symbol will, re- will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Visit www.symbol.com and use the promo code RASPY12 and your deposit will have a money-back guarantee up to $500. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams today. Big 12 fans, and for your home for men's and women's basketball, come to Midwest Madness. We are doing game coverages, going over game analysis, different rankings of teams, and consistently looking at the best matchups in the conference. You're not going to want to miss out on all the amazing basketball coverage we have, so go check out Midwest Madness. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. I got five on it. Five more questions after the bowl game is getting really, really real. Time to look into the bowl game. Time to go win after this segment. But for now, five questions. Let's go. Welcome back, Raspy Voice Gang. It's time for another segment of I Got Five on it. I'm your host, Jordan, and let's get things started with the first blank. Losing 18 to 6 to Minnesota in the bowl game is blank. Unacceptable. Unacceptable to lose 18 to 6. Not unacceptable to lose because I think Minnesota was the better team. I think they were better than us in the trenches overall. Even though we were comparable, I think they were better. But to lose 18 to 6, only having 6 points, only having 187 yards through 3 quarters, unacceptable. 
The answer should have been expected. I didn't expect it, but I should have expected it. I ha- I let I let my heart went over my brain, and I thought that maybe we were gonna see something different. Nope, the exact same thing we've seen every single time West Virginia has played a good defense. Should expect it. It should have been expected. Number two, going six and seven in year three is blank for Neil Brown. Going for that double time, unacceptable. If this is a climb, where are we going? The altitude has not changed. Year two, or sorry, year three, and we're under 500. We're under 500 for his tenure. Six and seven is unacceptable. It is who he is. Look, when people show you who they are, believe them. Every game, every single game, first three years, everything looks pretty much exactly the same. I'm starting to believe this is just who this program is under Neil Brown. That's who he is. Number three, I believe Dante will blank. I believe Dante will return, Jeremy. I believe he will return. And the reason I believe he'll return is because he didn't put up the kind of numbers you would expect out of a guy who's going to get drafted high. Now, I know there are people who do not get accolades. There are people who don't put up numbers who have measurables in the combine that get them drafted. I don't think Dante's going to be one of them. He's not a monster of a man. He's not a freak of an athlete. I mean, he is, but not like the kind of freak that can overcome his quote-unquote lack of production, um, overall production. He was good, but he was not great. I think he comes back. Ah, this is a tough one. I think he goes. I'm not hedging my bet. I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed, but this is a close one. It's all about the NFL grade, and uh, it's going to be close. He has the measurables, like you said. Uh, he's he's had some, you know, if you look at the sack totals, it was nice for the year. I don't know if he did enough. I'm just not sure. It's going to be really close. This is one because, and it makes a difference. He's a big time player. So to have him back on our defense would be huge, but I'm going to, if I had to say right now, right this second, man, I'll, I'll say he goes. Number four, Garrett Green's future in the old golden blue is blank. Gone. Gone. Garrett Green's future is gone. It's over. One snap in the bowl game with a guy like Nico Marchio coming in, with a guy like Goose behind him, like a guy like Jared Dagey, who's almost certainly going to be the starter. Garrett Green is gone because he's not big enough to play any other position. He's gone. Yep, his future is over in the gold and blue. It's over. We'll get into it when we go in next segment. Number five, I expect blank... From WVU football next year. More of the same. I expect more of the same. Poor clock management has nothing to do with the players you bring in. Everybody keeps saying Neil has to have his players. Well, guess what? Players don't change how you call timeouts, when you call timeouts, and whether or not you get a delay of game on a kickoff. More of the same. Yep. I got to keep coming back to this episode so I remember because sometimes right before football in September, you know, you start drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit. But the truth is I expect 500 football from West Virginia next year. 
What has led me to believe that it's going to be anything other than 500 football? Flip a coin football. Sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. Sometimes we make the play, a lot of times we don't. It's 500 football next year. Well, that's what we got. Five questions, five answers, but stick around because we're going in. We're going in detail about this bowl game, about Garrett Green, about Neil Brown, about the climb. And it's all coming up very next segment. Holla at your boys. Rack me boys. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your boy Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, here to tell you about our new partner, Home Field Apparel. The big thing about Home Field Apparel is they have the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel, t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies, more than 100 schools available, and new ones added all the time. Now, of course, if you're listening to this, you're probably a Mountaineer fan. You'll be happy to know they have plenty of WVU clothing, not like everything else you find everywhere else. This is very specific and unique to Home Field. You need to check them out. It is fantastic. If you use our promo code RASPY12, R-A-S-P-Y-1-2, you get 15% off your first order. All orders over $100 get free shipping. So make sure you go to Home Field Apparel, check them out, buy their clothes, and use code RASPY12. Gridiron Metalworks is our new sponsor for the Raspy Voice Kids for the RVK. We are now working with Gridiron Metalworks. It's the perfect gift for the hard to shop for. Metal home goods that are made for college superfans. You can find collegiate branded grills, grates, and griddles, and or flower pots, stainless steel bookends, and coasters, even can coolers, all in actual school colors. Not just the, oh, it's close, like other manufacturers do. It's a gift that you can almost guarantee someone doesn't have. It's high quality and made in the USA. Also, there's free shipping on all orders over $100. Go to www.gridironmetal.com. Use the code RASPY12 and you can jump in on the benefits. Gridiron Metalworks, making things that you want, that you need. I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm going in. And I'm going to go hard, and I'm going to go hard, and I'm going to go hard, and I'm going to go hard. going in we're going to go real hard mountaineer time rbk raspy voice kids in the building it's brandon phoenix aka i also hate pit joined by jeremy phoenix i'm in the building so like we said we're going in it's time to go in depth about how we feel about the state of mountaineer sports and any other sport that we might want to talk about at this time right now jeremy where do you want to kick it off uh, where else do you want to kick it off? We just had that bowl game. We just got punked on the offensive side of the football. Lost 18 to 6. Shout out to all the fans who stayed up and watched that game. That was yes. ridiculous. Shout out. 10-15 is absolutely over the top to stay up and watch a football game, especially a game that was that ugly. And real quick, Brandon, before we get into it, what's harder to watch? West Virginia's football offense? Or West Virginia's basketball offense? Oh, that's a good question. I would have to say for me, I'd rather watch the basketball offense. So the football offense is harder to watch because the basketball offense at least has playmakers, even if it doesn't have any continuity. 
at least we got Taz who goes off every once in a while. Sean McNeil was Big 12 Player of the Week last week. You know, sometimes we can get that player who gets hot. I mean, we're 11-1. and one. So at least at the end of the game, we're winning. Brandon, this this West Virginia offense is unwatchable. This is this is Jeff Mullins uh 2.0. Yeah, it's bad. It's I mean, worse than Jeff Mullen by some metrics. I, I just haven't seen Brandon. This it, saying it's tough to watch is one thing. This, this is not tough to watch. This is unwatchable. It's unwatchable. We can't do anything. See, that's where I disagree. You're saying we can't do anything, and people are like, we need to improve the running game. Tony Mathis, you know how many yards he averaged last night? I don't know, but I felt like every time he ran the ball, he got a little chunk. 4.3 yards per carry on 13 carries. Justin Johnson, how many did he average, Jay? No clue. Seven yards a carry, five carries for 35 yards. I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you that he would have sustained that, but that right there is basically six Point six yards per carry between the two of them, and we didn't do it enough because we only ran the ball with them 18 times. It's inexcusable. It makes no sense. We didn't throw – Jeremy, do you know we did not run the ball until the third series of the game? I believe it. We did not run the ball I until knew. the third series of the game. Why? I have no idea. It makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to anybody who's paying any attention, especially when it was very clear very early on that we could not protect Jared Dagey. And converse, not conversely, but in addition to not being able to protect Jared Dagey, Jared Dagey cannot get out of the way of trouble to save his life. There was a man who, there was a, a defender who fell, who fell while rushing the quarterback and still got the sack on Jared Dagey because no. Jared Dagey cannot move to save his life. I just wonder what what's this what's the coaching staff looking at? You don't put Garrett Green in because he drops a snap, and yet we only have six points for the game. Like, what are you protecting? That's what. What, what, what are you doing? What 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 what? Like, I, if we were had forty two points, okay, don't bring him in. Why why are we not bringing him in? Why aren't we trying something? Why do we have no imagination? Why aren't we running the ball more? Why don't we have a quarterback who's mobile? We're not That's, scoring, nor have we scored all year. What are we watching? What are we doing? And then to yank a quarterback after dropping one snap? Really? That's the problem? That's how I felt. People were like, oh, there you go, Gary Green dropped the ball. And I said, yeah, because no other quarterbacks on this team have made any mistakes. Well, it's a sample how? size. Well, you can use that both ways. If you want to say a sample size for Gary Green, one play, one mistake, then you can say Jared Dagey made several mistakes because he got several opportunities. No, no you don't even say that. You say Gary Green, one play, one mistake. Uh, Jared Dagey, whole game, six points. <laughs> I mean, come, yeah, on. come on. He played the whole game. They got six points. What yeah, are you I'm talking you. about? I, just... I don't care if he made a mistake or not. Like that that's the thing. What we're getting so down on green. Give us a chance. What are you guys watching? Brandon, this year, this year was a waste of year. It almost feels like we wasted a good defense. Again. We didn't develop I mean Math Yeah. Uh Mathis. That, I, I want to bring up Mathis. All year we've been talking about we need another running back. You mean to tell me Mathis couldn't play all year? I understand he got in a couple games, but you, you're so hesitant to use a backup that you, well, I don't think you well, use I Mathis will, nearly enough this year. I will give this excuse. Tony Mathis was injured for most of the season. Yeah, I don't care. We don't use our backups uh, on offense. 
I and 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 Letty being exhausted. I mean, we got guys who can run and we're just not using them. Then we get Mathis in the game, and Mathis looks just as good as Letty. No, Are you no, no, no. Mathis to me looks better than Letty. You know, more explosive. Now his, now his blitz pickup is not as good. He does not pick up the rusher. He does not pick up his blocking assignment the way that Letty Brown does. So that's a problem, and that is a legitimate issue. But running the ball, catching the ball, he's better than Letty Brown, in my opinion. The other thing I'll say to match what you're saying is Caden Prather. How many plays did he play last night? I have no clue. I didn't see him play at all. And if he did, he didn't get the ball at all. He's a freshman, but the guy can play. We saw it, and then suddenly he's just not good enough to get on the field? I I don't understand. And this offensive line – I didn't think they were terrible run blocking. Um, I will say that Justin Johnson, 35 yards, is kind of exaggerated because the last play of the game, he got like 20 yards rushing to give him part of his 35. But I, but overall, I felt like we did make holes and we did run the ball decently. We just didn't do it enough. The pass blocking, what in the world are we studying? Everything I, they threw at us almost felt like it worked. They got we put in, one time rushing three players against our six offensive linemen, Jeremy. Yes, and, and that, like I said, that's the combination between the the offensive line. I mean, well, there's a few times Yates got embarrassed. Now, I understand he's playing against NFL players, but this offensive line, I don't know who's coaching them. <laughs> I do know who's coaching them. I'm just saying, I mean, it's it's embarrassing. And even Neil Brown said it himself. He said that nobody, no position group played well outside the running backs. Deggy, I, I just, I don't get what you're looking at, what's going on. And uh, actually, I do. I do get what's going on. We're we we don't have the talent, and then we're too prideful to try anything else. And I don't understand why we're too prideful. But you can say, hey, they can't get it done all you want. But you have proven players who don't get it done. Why not give somebody a chance who may do something different? Garrett Green, not and not just <sighs> Garrett Green, but Caden Prather, Justin Johnson, Tony Mathis. Those are the guys we're talking about. Those are the guys we've been talking about. You got a guy. People were like, "Oh, the transfer portal doesn't matter." How many tight ends did we have last night? Oh, none. We had zero tight ends last night. You know why? Yep. Because one was injured. One was in the transfer portal. Don't tell me the transfer portal doesn't hurt. Just because some guy didn't start doesn't mean it doesn't matter. That's yeah, my I little just, rant on that little subject for a moment. Uh, I'm just saying, I don't. I look at the and then and then every every game it's. It's the same thing, I feel like, with Neil Brown. He gets to the press conference. Yeah, you know, they did some different things on defense that we didn't expect. No, you never expected. Every game. (laughs) Why don't you say we're getting outcoached? That's what you should say. Hey, we got outcoached again. Um, It took us a while to figure out what they're doing. Why is it always them? Why is it always us having to figure out what they do? Why don't we ever dictate anything? After every game, it's yeah, you got to really give them credit. Uh, They did some things that were different that, uh, you know, we weren't quite expecting. Yes, every game. However, game are we getting uh, uh, checkmated so quickly? <laughs> you know, instantly. I I don't get it. I don't get it, man. And I'm tired of the answers. All I know is next year, that's it. Starting from game one, it's going to be way more harsh criticism of this West Virginia program if we don't get it together. Well, like I said, we got to beat Pitt. Please just beat Pitt. I know I want to beat Virginia Tech. I do. At least we will have a recent win against Virginia Tech. We got to beat Pitt. Please beat Pitt. The other thing I'll say, too, is we're talking about playing backups. Brandon, we kind of mentioned this on I Got Five on it. Why would Garrett Green stay at West Virginia next year? There's no reason to. What incentive? 
you've already seen that the coaches have no faith in you. Um, they give you one play, you drop one snap, and you never come back in in a game where your offense can't score at all. And this has been happening over and over again every single game. Our offense does nothing. You still don't get any playing time. You're, it's not like you're a true freshman. You're redshirt freshman. <coughs> there is zero percent. There's zero reason for Garrett Green to stay. I look for him to transfer uh, pretty soon in the offseason. Yeah, I can see him sticking around to the spring to see if he can win the job and then transferring when it becomes clear that he won't. I can see that. Yeah, I just I feel like the coaching staff's not even giving, giving him a chance. And that's fine. That's what they can decide to do. I'm just saying, if I were him, why would I stay? Why? But speaking of staying, I thought Dante was a foregone conclusion that this was it. Now, Me too. we're starting to hear whispers, even from him. He said himself, you know, if I didn't do enough, you know, then I may have to come back. Um, he said this before the bowl game uh, in an interview. So, Brandon, where do you sit with that? Do you think there's actual, actually a real chance of Dante coming back? Yes, there's definitely a real chance. If there wasn't, he wouldn't be talking about it. I think seeing his brother go undrafted last year after all the accolades and all the production, I think those things trigger in your mind, hey, I got an extra year. Maybe I'll come back for one last ride. I get a chance to play against Pitt. Uh, as a kid growing up in West Virginia, whose father played at West Virginia, had to have a chance to play against Pitt, to play against Virginia Tech again, to up your draft stock, most importantly, I could see him coming back. I did not think that he was coming back until he mentioned it. Once he mentioned it, I thought, well, yeah, I don't see him getting a high enough draft grade to want to come to want to want to go. I don't see it, Jeremy. I just don't. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just. Uh, I know Dante. He was a good player, is a good player. I just didn't know. I didn't know. I know he has the measurables to make it. But we'll just have to see, have to see where the scouting reports come out on him. But to get him back would be absolutely monstrous for this program. I just never expected it. I just never really thought about it. And now that he there's opportunity, man, it could help with the outlook of next season. But uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But it's something exciting to, to just look at uh, in anticipation on whether he stays or whether he goes. And finally, for for our uh, going in, um, I saw an article by a dude that I like, Ethan Bach, where he talked about he's tired of the narrative of Bob Huggins being a bad guy in national media. Jeremy, do you feel like Bob Huggins is treated like a bad guy by the national media? No, not not from what I've seen. I mean, I heard things years ago. I've heard a couple people talking heads say a couple little things. Year, I mean, this is over ten years ago. I've heard little like little snipes, little little things. But here, the last few years, I see I hear love for hugs. Now I hear I see a lot of people showing hugs love. Yeah, like so people used to talk about his academic issues at Cincinnati. People used to talk about his alcohol issues at Cincinnati. But we're talking 20 years ago, nearly 20 years ago, that any of that was brought up. You go from Fran Fraschilla to Jay Billis to, to Dick, Dick, Dick Vitale to anybody who knows anything about college basketball, they all love Huggy Bear like the rest of us do. Why? Because Huggins is a good dude. He's a good dude. I complain about his offense, but 
<laughs> but that's it. He's a good dude. He's beloved, not just by the state of West Virginia, but by college basketball. Dare I say by all of basketball. I don't think Bobby Huggins gets the rep of being a bad guy. Um, I really was surprised by that article. I hope it did well for him. I just didn't understand it. And I wanted to make sure that I wasn't the only one. All right. So that's it for the Razzle Voice Kids. We got in. We got out. We got five on it. We went in. And, of course, we did pop culture. So check out the whole show. Holler at your boys, the RVK. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.